For thousands of years, women have been defined by, shamed because of, and oppressed for their bodies and sexuality. Societies globally and historically have attempted to keep women's power at bay by controlling the narrative over our bodies and sexuality. If you're ready to reclaim your power, recharge your relationship with your own body, and reignite your sexuality, then you have come to the right place. I'm Tara, a body and sex positive advocate who aims to break stigmas and end shame when it comes to women's sexuality and their body confidence. You are now tuned in and turned on with Tara. I am so excited to announce that Tuned In and Turned On with Tara is officially a partner with SDC.com. If you don't know what SDC is, it stands for Seek, Discover, Connect, and it is a lifestyle dating site for adults, both couples and singles, who are open-minded. It is a great way to connect with other couples or singles who are interested in swinging like you. Not only can you meet so many other people in the community, you also get access to all sorts of media content like podcasts, articles, and videos answering your questions about swinging. SDC also lets you put in your travel dates so that you can connect with people wherever you may be traveling to, and the site shares events and parties near you. If you want to give it a try, get a free 14-day trial with my code 37201 or following the link in my show notes. Hey, hey everyone, and happy new year, happy 2024. So I know I've taken a break from recording podcasts and I get asked constantly on Reddit, um, even on my OnlyFans, uh, when I'm coming out with a new episode. And I just wanted to be kind of honest about why I took a break for a little bit. And that's because I think that I was recording the podcast for a while to justify being sexual. And I don't know if that makes sense to people, but like, as a woman, it's hard to be taken seriously. As a sexual woman, it's really hard to be taken seriously. So I think in order for me to like kind of prove that I was still smart, that I was still worthy of something, I was also recording this podcast. And while yes, I am passionate about educating and helping other women, I decided to step back from the podcast for a little while and realize that I don't need an excuse or anything to justify me being a sexual being. And I am allowed to be that because it's human nature. And I don't have to defend myself with all of my deeds and things that I'm doing. It's kind of a lesson I've been learning in life in general. I used to think that I was only worthy of existing if I was constantly proving my worth here on earth, like in this life. Um, Some of you guys know I grew up in like a really abusive home. So I survived and I kind of have like this survivor's guilt in a way where I was thinking, well, if I survived this and other people didn't, then my life has to mean something, right? And I need to do something with it. And so I was constantly trying to prove my worth, prove I was worthy to be alive, I was worthy of surviving, 
and I was always trying to just do the most like uh, be the best mom be PTO president um be the best at everything I did do Miss Tennessee USA model I was like okay I guess I'm I'm gonna try and like be famous because like what a story I have um and I can help other kids and but all of that's great I wasn't supposed to be tied in with my self-worth and I needed to realize that I'm worthy of existing just because I am and I'm allowed to just exist and be happy and I don't have to be here working and proving my worth and doing everything constantly I can just be happy and live my life and like enjoy my day to day and that's okay so it's just a lesson I've been trying to learn I I don't know if that makes sense to anybody else but Hopefully it does, and I just wanted to kind of share why I took a step back from the podcast. I'm back. I'll be recording more. I just um, am passionate about educating, and now I feel like I can come to this podcast and record episodes from a healthy state of mind and know that my worth is not tied up in it in any way. So let's get into today's episode. So today I'm going to be talking about the swinging lifestyle. Many of you guys know that my husband and I are swingers and I never really meant for this to become a swinger podcast, but because since it is a huge part of my life, I'm obviously going to talk about it and because it also falls into the category of sex and being sex positive and stuff like that. So while every episode won't be about swinging, there are going to be quite a few about it because that's what I know. (laughs) So as an out swinger i get asked about the swinging lifestyle pretty often the people that ask me the most questions tend to be vanilla people or non-swingers that's what we refer to non-swingers as is vanilla who are just either really shocked by the idea of swinging and the fact i do it or it's people that may be interested in taking part themselves that have just never heard of anything like this and they're like oh my gosh like i need to know more So for this episode, I wanted to have a really candid discussion answering one of the most frequent questions I'd get, which is, what do you like about the lifestyle? But I also want to be frank and admit that there are drawbacks to the swinging lifestyle, just like I think there are also drawbacks to being monogamous. But it's important for me to give you a clear picture of the swinging lifestyle when I discuss it. And let people know what they are getting into and what they can expect. No way of life is perfect. And there are things I dislike about the swinging lifestyle. But as you listen, you'll realize that the pros, the things I enjoy about the swinging lifestyle, far outweigh what I do not. Let's get started. We're going to start on a positive note. First, one of the things that I like about swinging. And that would be the social aspect of it. I feel like once you're an adult, especially an adult with children, it can be super difficult to make friends. It's not like we're in school, seeing people our age every day. Sure, some of us work, but if you're like my husband and I, you work remotely, so there's no chance of really meeting friends that way. And to be honest, even the places I do go, like the gym or the grocery store, it's super awkward to try and make friends there. So in the lifestyle, there are events and parties all the time, and they're planned really far in advance. 
So it's easy for us as busy parents and adults to fit them into our schedule and attend and schedule babysitters and all of that. And everyone that we have met in the lifestyle has been friendly as hell and so welcoming. It really is the easiest place ever to make friends. And I know some of you might be thinking, well, yeah, of course, everyone is trying to sleep with you. But I really honestly feel like the friendships go much deeper than that. No one I've ever met has pressured us to play with them. They genuinely want to connect. Of course, there are a few outliers who don't know how to make friends or communicate and come on too strong about hooking up, but that's actually pretty rare. I've made some of my best friends in the swinging lifestyle. If I wasn't swinging, I don't feel like I would have much to do, to be honest. And it's really nice to have events to look forward to, places to go socialize and hang out with your friends that are like, like-minded and make new friends. It's just a sense of community and socialization that I don't feel you get in the vanilla life. Maybe some people get that from their church or something like that, but as a non-religious person, it's not something that I really feel I have easy access to. So it's really nice to have this sense of community. On to number two, (laughs) my dislike, my number one dislike about the lifestyle. And that would be the drama and the immaturity. (laughs) On the note of socializing, I think that anytime you have larger groups of people getting together frequently, there's going to be the chance of more drama. And trust me, I saw this even when I was a vanilla churchgoer. Churchgoers, (laughs) church members have so much drama, if you know, you know. I think that the fact there can be drama in the lifestyle is really to be expected with so many different types of people getting together. So it's not like I think it's because of the lifestyle as much as just part of human nature and what happens when big groups of people from different backgrounds get together and socialize. But the thing about lifestyle drama that I've noticed is that people involved tend to lack maturity. Instead of approaching issues calmly or taking a step back to think about the issue at hand or having empathy and putting themselves in other shoes and really looking for a solution that works for everyone, people tend to have this attitude, it's their way or the highway. They are very easily offended and very reactive, especially in an angry way. And I don't know if it's the social media part that's so big in the lifestyle because so many of us are on social media. We're supposed to be advocating for the lifestyle. But people seem to lack some boundaries when it comes to this and they think it's okay to share everyone's private business without consent and really just put people on blast publicly when I think there's a more mature way to approach handling disagreements and perceived wrongdoings. I've seen people be really really cruel to some of my swinger friends and stir up drama and it's like they relish it and I do not get it at all. It seems like that would make you a miserable person to constantly focus on negativity. And to be honest, I think a lot of these people that are stirring up drama all the time are miserable. And you can see it, like in their drunk TikTok lives when they're just ranting and attacking other people. To me, it just seems like people that have not outgrown that high school phase of their life, they refuse to grow and change or mature and are just truly unhappy people at their core. 
to be honest, drama doesn't usually involve me <laughs> that I know of unless people are just talking shit behind my back and I'm clueless slash just don't actually care. But what bothers me the most is seeing how hateful people can be towards some of my friends when those friends never react in a negative way. They handle themselves with nothing but class. And to be honest, they don't deserve to be on the receiving end of such vitriol. It sucks to see that sort of drama affect people I care about. And to be honest, a lot of it I can tell just comes from the the fact that people causing the drama are just angry people and jealous of others. It's not like the drama and the lifestyle is super frequent, but when it does happen, it's brought to the attention of everyone because of social media. And it's kind of like moths to a flame. Like people just like flop to it and they hold on to it and they make assumptions about people without ever getting to know them. And I just really don't enjoy that about the lifestyle. But as I said, I don't think it's a lifestyle exclusive issue. I think it's really the result of people getting together from different backgrounds. Um, You know, of course, some people just like never matured, never learned conflict resolution and like just feed off drama and social media plays a big part into that let's switch it over to something positive one of the things i like about the lifestyle is that i find it very empowering so the other day my husband asked me if i could go back to any point in time or history when would i want to be alive and he said for him he thinks it would be the viking period and i thought about it and i was like yeah as a woman i don't think that would be a good time for me (laughs) Not a lot of time periods for me as a woman would be good for me. And I thought about it and I told him, well, honestly, no time before the 1970s. Really, I think being alive now is probably in my best interest as a woman. But even now as a woman, it's still more difficult for us to be respected when compared to how easily a man can earn that same respect. Men tend to have the freedom to be sexual beings now. As long as they're, you know, doing things consensually, they're pretty much accepted by society. I feel like a man can be at work and tell his co-workers every week a different story about how he got laid the past weekend by a different woman. And his bosses wouldn't think anything of it as far as affecting his work. Like, they wouldn't lose respect for him as a co-worker. If a woman did the same thing, she would most likely be viewed as not as reliable by her bosses She would be harshly judged. Her work would be doubted constantly. A woman's sexuality, for some reason in our society, plays such a huge role in the supposed worth of a woman, whether it be at home, at work, or just in life in general. Women who embrace their sexuality often do it at the cost of respect, which isn't fair at all, but it's definitely something I've experienced frequently as a woman who is sexual. I felt shamed for being sexual pretty much my entire adult life. And then once I became a mom, I felt like, oh my gosh, I can't be a good mom and an individual to you, let alone a sexual individual. I kind of thought there was no room for me to be anyone outside of the role of mom, and I lost myself. Once we became involved in the lifestyle, I was surprised to find how empowered I felt as a person as a woman, as a sexual woman at that. It was like for the first time in a long time, others viewed me as a person beyond just being a wife and a mom. They saw me for me, Tara, the individual. 
And the best part for me is that no one shamed me for being overtly sexual. The lifestyle is a place where women are encouraged to embrace their sexuality. Not only are we not shamed for it in the swinging lifestyle, but we're also encouraged to explore our sexuality as well. It's a really nice change of pace from a society that constantly shames women for even liking or wanting sex. I didn't expect it at all, but being in the lifestyle has really empowered me and led me to finding myself again. Now on to another dislike, and that would be the pressure on your body. Like I said, in some ways, the lifestyle can be really empowering for you and your body, but in another way, it can really make you doubt yourself. Before becoming a swinger, I had worked for years on my self-confidence and leaned into the body positive movement. I'm someone who is pretty confident, pretty sure of themselves, but since joining the lifestyle, I do find myself critiquing my body more than I did before. And the crazy thing is, it's not for the reasons you would think. When entering the lifestyle, I was a little worried. Would men find me attractive, even with my non-flat belly and stretch marks? I mean, hell, I'm not 22 anymore, and I have the body of a woman who's gone through two pregnancies and childbirths. When we started in the lifestyle, I was happily surprised to find that men didn't mind at all. In fact, I've never had someone say anything about those things about my body that I'm insecure about. In fact, I don't ever really hear anyone in the lifestyle say anything negative about other people's bodies at all. If only they would approach their own bodies the same way. The thing I do hear in the lifestyle frequently, and to be honest, mostly from women, is people critiquing their own bodies pretty harshly. And loudly, they just go around saying like what they don't like about their body, and it's like a conversation that is brought up pretty frequently. And it seems like a lot of women don't like very much about their own bodies, but I can't blame them. While of course I think all bodies are beautiful, we are raised in a society that pushes a different message. Instead, the media pushes unreachable beauty ideals down our throats in order to profit off our insecurities. And damn, are they profiting off women in the lifestyle. Like plastic surgeons are making a killing. I am all for plastic surgery. I got my breast reduction and lift. I get Botox and filler. I am vain as hell. (laughs) And I think everyone should do what they want to make themselves feel better about themselves. The only thing I don't like is how seeing all these other women get these surgeries makes me doubt myself and question my own body. And that's on me. Honestly, it's not any other woman's responsibility for my relationship with my own body. But just seeing all these women in the lifestyle get BBLs and boob implants makes me start to look at my own ass and tits and think, wait, are are mine good enough? Again, this is on me and something I need to deal with in therapy and working on my own confidence. But I am just saying that before entering the lifestyle, I never thought about getting a tummy tuck or a BBL, and now I have. In some ways, I love that the lifestyle encourages you to be your best you work out and care about being attractive and taking care of yourself. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. But when it becomes an unhealthy obsession, we're sitting there thinking about what's wrong with our bodies and what we can change. When honestly, like our bodies aren't even naturally supposed to look like that. Like, I don't know. It's like we're all trying to have like the bodies the Kardashians. And to be honest, they have all had plastic surgery too. (laughs) 
we just put these insane standards on our own beauty and bodies and it's not something I like and because we're often naked in the lifestyle I think we tend to judge our own bodies more harshly and it's completely understandable like I I get it I I totally get it I just think that um sometimes being around a lot of women in the lifestyle who are critiquing their body and saying oh I need this surgery I'm getting this surgery I'm getting this surgery can be rough on my own self-esteem but like I said that's something that kind of is more personal like I have to deal with it I have to be confident enough to not let that get to me I hope it in ways it does change in the lifestyle I hope women do become to have healthier relationships with their bodies but you know who am I to say what's healthy and like what is the right way to approach your insecurities right like everyone has their own approach so I think this is more of a personal issue than a lifestyle issue okay the last thing is a like and this is probably one of my favorite things about the lifestyle is that it's made me more open-minded because I was raised very religiously and in the conservative south I think I judged others ways of life pretty harshly if they were different than mine before I was in the lifestyle. For instance, I thought swingers were all weirdos who didn't have good marriages. <laughs> I just made these harsh assessments about others without really even knowing anything about them. And it's embarrassing to think about and I hate that I was so close-minded. Once we became swingers, it really opened my eyes to the fact that I had been so judgmental. And spoiler alert, I was so often wrong in my judgments. I had to take a step back and think, okay, why was I so quick to make these assumptions? What comfort did I find in these harsh and uneducated judgments I was making? For me, it made me realize that judging people who are different from me was my way of trying to control the narrative around my own life. Even when it didn't feel peaceful to me, even when I didn't feel happy, I could say, well, at least I'm not those people. At least I'm living the right way, you know, whatever that means. Categorizing ways of life as black or white, right or wrong, gives us this false sense of comfort that our lives are good because we're making certain choices that fall along the spectrum of what is considered right and normal by society. Breaking free from that thinking is the best thing that ever happened to me, and I truly owe it to becoming a swinger. The lifestyle is full of people who, for the most part, are the least judgmental people I have ever met. And I think that's because all of us in the swinging lifestyle are making a choice to not be normal, according to society, and we see that we're truly finding happiness and peace still. It made me realize there are a lot of other ways of life out there that maybe before I was too quick or too harsh to judge. I am a lot more open-minded now because of the lifestyle, and I feel like it's helped me make more friends, find more peace in life, and live with a more live-and-let-be attitude, and it's really nice. So I'm sure a lot of you expected my likes to be things like the sex, and when I first approached this episode, I even thought that would be one of my top likes too, but then I sat down and reflected on being in the swinging lifestyle these last two years, and the real impact it's had on my life. And I realized, well, yes, the sex is great. It's not one of the things I enjoy most about the lifestyle. I feel like the swinging lifestyle has made me a better person. And I didn't expect that at all. 
I'm more empowered. I have solid and supportive friends and I'm less judgmental and a more accepting person. While of course there are some things I don't like about the lifestyle. Looking back on my life as a vanilla person, there was a lot more I didn't like about my lifestyle then. A lot I didn't like about myself then. So for me, the likes and the pros of the swinging lifestyle far outweigh any negatives. The swinging lifestyle was a catalyst for growth and change in me in ways that I don't think I could have ever expected. And I think a lot more people would benefit from it. Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening to Tuned In and Turned On with Tara Michelle.